Welcome to the Evil Penguin's Guide to Classical Chaos, a podcast by Evil Penguin to explore the realm of classical music. And today we welcome flutist Taya König Tarasevich. Together with cellist Bartolomeo Dandolo Marchesi, she founded the young ensemble Verita Baroque. And with the help of period instruments, immersive audio and a lot of enthusiasm, they are catapulting Baroque music into the 21st century. In this episode, Taya, you will introduce us to Verita and to the power of musical innovation. Thank you so much for joining us. Verita Baroque is a brand new ensemble. What sets you guys apart? What makes you guys unique? Um, Verita's mission is to actualize the Baroque music in 21st century. And this is why immersive video, immersive sound, this is why Evil Penguin, the world specialist for that. Yeah, why you're here. So, uh, Verita? I know what it means, but why this name? It's quite a responsibility to <laughs> call yourself the truth. First of all, we are using the original instruments. So we're going mm -hmm. back, looking for the source where the truth came from. So what the composers were thinking about, what the sonority of their imagination while composing used to be. And of course, it's also authenticity to ourselves. I do think that it is important to go one step further than just studying the sources. For instance, you need to know the rules in order to break them. And I think yeah. this is something where <laughs> the young and vibrant comes in, where, yes, um, we know the way it's supposed to be, but we also want to say something beyond it. Bring your own message with it as well. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you co-founded the ensemble together with Bartolomeo Dandolo Marchesi. How did you two meet? Oh, actually, we studied together in hmm, 2018, a long time ago. <laughs> After that, I went to the Juilliard School. And when I came back from New York, it was lockdown. It was Ooh, kind of like yeah. my... I think the best way to describe it was just like a vacuum and everyone mm -hmm. was in slow motion. You couldn't mm -hmm. do things. It's weird to say it's been such yeah. a difficult time for us all, but it gave me the time to reflect upon what was I made for and mm -hmm. what my personal artistical mission is. Yeah. And I realized that the musical industry or the world um, is in fact missing this kind of ensemble that <laughs> Verita is <laughs> and um, let's be honest I don't look for the easiest ways I could have asked people around I don't know but I decided to ask the best the best yeah. I know <laughs> so this is how Bartolome came into the picture I remembered and I don't think I know a better cellist <laughs> yeah it's just wonderful how it all worked out and it is working out that's yeah. amazing. So one day you knock on the door of Bartolomeo and there's two of you and before you know it, there's how many exactly in the ensemble? Well, it depends on instrumentation. Mm -hmm. I would say up to 25 All musicians. Right. It depends on, yeah, instrumentation of the piece. Um, I would say we sound, the recognizable, uncomparable sound of Irita is probably starting from seven mm -hmm. on. It's a string quartet, flute, bass, bass, and harpsichord. And 
from then on, you can add on harp, theorbo, and, and so on and so on, or double any kind of an instrument. Yeah, so you can shrink and you can grow depending mm -hmm. on what you want to do. It's, it's nice to have kind of um, different sonority for mm. concerts because, um, yeah, part of our mission is also to revolution the concert experience. And I do feel like the whole uh, happening of the concert is not quite innovative it's just very old school yeah and i personally don't really enjoy concerts to be honest i mean when i'm not playing yeah i'm very often just thinking something is wrong here something is missing here it can be better it can be experienced more more immersive more you know this more interactive maybe instead yes. of just undergoing it as an audience exactly and so this is why we're looking for this new new ways with with video with audio and also with instrumentations You're working on your debut album with Verita at the moment. Awesome, looking forward to that. But I heard this actually started as a video project. Is that correct? Absolutely, yeah. What was the plan? It was end of 2021 when I got a call and someone told me there is a German grant that you absolutely have to apply for. So Bartolome, Mark and I were in a meeting and I was like, we need an idea. It's never a problem. We have lots of <laughs> ideas. So, of course, we got it. We wrote it down. And the next thing I know, January 2022, yeah. we got the grant. Congrats. And we were, to be honest, overwhelmed because it meant we now better do that, what we wrote. So unexpected. Absolutely. Yeah. What we decided to do is just stand in a circle and film from the very middle to transport the audience member into the heart of Verita Baroque, yeah. into the best place in the concert hall. Mm -hmm. This is why, finally, this is the revolution of the concert. If you imagine a Philharmonie where people are all around and there is one artist in the middle, it's not ideal, let's be honest. The mm -hmm. first row sees everything and hears not that well. Maybe mm -hmm. people higher up don't see anything, but they hear much better mixed mm -hmm. sound. And I always wondered why? Why is it built this way? Why can't? Why can't it be the opposite? Why cannot be the audience member right in the middle? Why cannot mm -hmm. we embrace him with yeah. our sound, with our art, with our music? Yeah. And finally, thanks to Evil Penguin, in fact, we made it possible. We re now recorded four different five different residences in the most gorgeous Baroque castles of Germany. Yeah, I heard about that. You recorded in historical castles. Did that idea grow from the wanting to have the ideal setting in all possible ways for the music? Yes, and that's exactly what comes back to our name, 
mm -hmm. the truth. So as authentic as possible, the best example is Brandenburg Five of Johann Sebastian Bach. It was world premiered in Spiegelsaal in Köthen Castle. Yeah. So we went back exactly to that hall and we recorded it in immersive with the idea behind it to then build the video booth, the yeah. video pavilions that will be installed on railway stations of Germany. And that is the project that uh, we got the grant for and this yeah. is what our series work started with. Finally, in 2022, we we got Evil Penguin on board and, and started and it was amazing to just look back and realize we are one year old yeah. <laughs> and this is what we've done and our CD is coming up. <laughs> Yeah, and this is why it's a very special CD since it's not um, the actual goal of our recordings. No. It's just like, a, you know, a, a product that came a side along. Product a side product. Yeah, yeah. You're right, exactly. Yeah. I was looking for this word. Yeah, and in fact, I think that's the fascinating part of it because, of course, you hear different uh, acoustics mm -hmm. and you kind of transport every time to a different location. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is why the pictures in the booklet that you can see, ah, there was the work... Mm, flow, this is the cameras, this is what it is all made for. Yeah. But the ideal um, imagination of what will happen in December when yeah. the pavilions will be installed on the railway stations, people who come in, they might uh, be not even familiar with Baroque music. No, indeed. And finally, they have this opportunity to be introduced to it and maybe be thrilled by it, or at least to have the um, let's say opportunity mm -hmm. to immerse into this experience yeah. and they find themselves right there maybe it's their first time maybe they feel an urge to kind of come back to this at home or maybe mm -hmm. send it to someone and therefore when you exit there's a QR code you just download that city that is coming out now yeah. and this is why also the the strategic thinking behind it first the CD is coming out also to establish us as musicians mm -hmm. first. Uh, so the audio, of course, is, is the music. That's what we do. The main project that you got the grant for is to put pavilions in railway stations in Germany where people can literally walk into your music. Yeah, and it's to amazing. their ideal castle. Yeah. And they might be inspired by it and go and visit the castle too. So there yeah. are many, many ways of connecting with something they might not know and in mm. a very low low effort way as well they yeah. don't actually need to go to a concert hall which which might already be a big step for some people. absolutely yeah. and in fact i think it will reach a whole new generation because mm -hmm. if we look at statistic of our concert goes we do yeah. need to do something about yes, it and this is do. why so you recorded in those castles and soon we will be able to walk into them in a certain way in the railway stations but for you as an artist, I, I'm wondering, how was it for you to, to play your music in those castles? It must have been a special experience. Absolutely. I had goosebumps. It's just, you can feel this music has been living here. Yeah. And for me, keeping the same example of Brandwork 5, it's something for me very personally precious because um, my professor, Karl Kaiser, he recorded with FBO Freiburg Baroque Orchestra. Yeah in 2000. He did that piece in that hole and now the most touching part of the story that he recorded on the flute that I inherited. Oh wow. And I re-recorded that piece with my ensemble in that hole on his flute. 
when I came in, I just had tears in my eyes because I just thought, this is happening. <laughs> this is happening, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and, you know, 23 years of my life, I've been growing towards this day. First album featuring German music. And the next one in the series, I heard, will be featuring Italian repertoire. So you're focusing or constructing the programs around countries. Why? Well, it goes back to um, styles, the national styles of mm -hmm. the Baroque music. We had, let's say, three main national styles, German, which is mixed, mm -hmm. right in between the Italian and French. And from the very beginning, our ensemble is uh, very heavy <laughs> Italian. <laughs> it's very international. We have Americans, we have French and Norwegians. Uh, we have one German and another one. <laughs> Um, but yes, a lot of Italians, and this is why our um, our programs are usually half German, half Italian. Mm -hmm. And once we uh, finished our last residency, we just looked back, and it sounded like we have one hour of German music, one hour of Italian music, and so this is the point where we thought, ah, this is actually perfect. Yeah, the listener may just dive in to the national style mm. at a time, yeah. which is really nice. I think it's very clean and um, and yet educational again. Yeah. So we start with German, it's Bach, Telemann, and the living composer, Esiot Hanke, to yeah. kind of make the connection in between the Baroque and today. And our second CD coming out beginning of the next year will be Italian. And I feel yeah. like all of our Italians will be Looking forward to that, yeah, I can imagine. Yeah, but indeed, it's by limiting your programs in time and in space, it's like you're transporting your, your audience right to a certain spot in history and dropping them in a certain spot in history. That's amazing. So indeed, you mentioned it, first album, um, Bach and Telemann, and then Hanke, we'll get back to that, but Bach and Telemann, repertoire, we must admit, that has been recorded many times many over. Times so over. What, what makes your version so compelling, so unique? I do think what we went for is what I touched on in the beginning. Yes, we are historical musicians. We mm -hmm. have um, original instruments with very personal stories like my flute. Yeah. Um, and yes, we studied the historical performance and historically informed, um, which means we informed ourselves all about it. But mm -hmm. what I don't think anyone did beforehand <laughs> is to go one step further beyond the studied kind of good student. Um, what it's supposed to sound mm -hmm. like. Yeah. And it's like, okay, we heard all of the versions the most, let's say, sterile way, mm -hmm. studying all the rules and reading all the sources and to understand, I think that was the closest way to the interpretation that might have been when Bach played it for the very first time. Which we don't know. For we sure, we no just idea. don't know. Yeah. And you know, we will never know. No, we'll never know. I think what makes us human is the imperfection. And so perfectly historical might be nice for a museum, but it is not a life. It doesn't touch you. It doesn't yeah. really make you feel this music. It doesn't really make a difference into this world. And what we tried, and I hope to have achieved it, is to go beyond the historical version of it. Mm -hmm. Yes, it is historical, but also we try to kind of tell our own story with it. Amazing. So 
you make a debut album, you choose Bach and Telemann and Hanke. Must have been a difficult choice if you have a debut album and a big repertoire to to make a decision on what will be on that debut album. Yeah, you're right. Well, since it's a side product, it kind of made it a little bit easier because okay. our programs were determined by the video project. Yeah, we okay. thought from the perspective of the listener who comes into the pavilion and he might not have any experience again mm -hmm. with that music. So it has to be welcoming. Yeah. It has to be engaging. Yeah. And something that he can relate to. Yeah. Even without having studied the Baroque, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly the point. Like you don't need to be highly educated. You don't need to come from a certain class of the society. You can exactly. come wherever you're coming from and, and enjoy. And once we started talking with the label, it kind of was clear to us, oh yeah, we have two national styles, let's keep it clean. It kind of was the right thing to just to do the German with, album yeah. first and then go Italian. Bach Telemann, but there's also a uh, contemporary piece on it, Starfish Rebellion 2 by Stefan Johannes Hanke, a recent piece. How does that for you um, correspond or interact with the historical pieces of Bach and Telemann? It's a very important part of our mission to actualize yeah. and to kind of connect the guys from 300 years ago to, to yeah. now. The composers we're working with uh, are extremely open-minded and I feel like it's always a collaboration. They come, they get to know the sonority of the mm -hmm. um, Baroque ensembles mm -hmm. and I don't think it's um, normal for them to write for our instruments and mm -hmm. it's always very enriching both, both ways I think. Well that piece is real fun. I remember playing it in Kutten yet again for a very conservative, lovely audience. And I thought, oh I don't know if it's appropriate in this hall. I feel like Bach is listening with such a new piece, you know? I was really hesitant. Yeah. Um and I <laughs> I'll never forget the <laughs> the outrage because people stood up and screamed they loved it. Wow. <laughs> I realized it is that much fun to listen to it, as much fun as playing it. I can tell, I can tell. Maybe an impossible question, but I'll ask it anyway. Do you have a personal favorite on the album? No, all of it. <laughs> I thought you were going to say that. Oh, pro probably like the slower, the more I love it. Yes. Yeah. Melancholy, rest in soul. <laughs> like, yes, the, the more minor and the slower the movement. So, brand new debut album coming up for Verita Baroque, then the project with the pavilions in the railway stations, the Italian album, that would be the next one. What do you look forward most with the ensemble? Maybe even beyond that? Wow. Yeah, 
Definitely. I am really curious to see how the society will react to the pavilions mm -hmm. because it's a project that has a very open end. It in fact doesn't have any end. It's just the yeah. beginning. Yeah, we are pioneers in creating it. Doesn't really exist. Uh, immersive video with Baroque music on the railway station. All of it is new. And so I'm really, really curious to see how people will take it. And yeah. what does that mean to us as artists? How do we create, recreate it and how can we do it also live? Is it even possible? I keep thinking, what is the next step? So. Lots of questions. Yeah, a lot to look forward to. Will you go and visit the pavilions undercover, Daya? <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'll go in the night. <laughs> go, go look with sunglasses and a big coat <laughs> and see what happens when somebody enters and leaves. Yeah, yeah I know. I'm very curious to see what yeah, will course. be the reaction. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. So much to look forward to with the Ensemble. Thank you, Daya, for joining us today and for this very inspiring uh, conversation, if I might, might add. And thank you for listening to our guide to classical chaos. If you want to know more about Verita Baroque and listen to their music, go to the show notes where you'll find links to their uh, releases. Stay tuned and see you in the next episode of the Evil Penguin's Guide to Classical Chaos. Thank you.